0: welcome to first five hours where we play and discuss the opening chapters of the rpgs of yesteryear i'm Corey cantaloupi and i'm cameron hart and this week we're talking about persona two innocent sin for the playstation one
1: innocent sin
0: <laughs> so like weird and
1: powerful you know it's innocent sin or it's not uh, bad sin
0: as as i mistook this week's game to be at first was Persona 2 Eternal Punishment because I didn't <laughs> I didn't look up this game at all. Uh, I wasn't going to sell until you Until I had the uh, the wrong uh, procured. I'll say I procured the wrong um, copy of this game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I played like two hours. So now I've played like two hours of Eternal Punishment and two hours of Innocent Sin uh but so eternal punishments months from now on the list like you can't you're cheating (laughs) skipping you're getting ahead so for those who don't know uh the persona 2 is uh the sequel to persona 1 um a japanese role-playing game developed by atlas uh but uh it's well i I don't know that's the thing i i I mean it's i don't think it's such much as they that there's two parts to the game is it's just like it's kind of like final fantasy 10 and final fantasy 10 2 persona 2 yeah. e- eternal punishment is just a direct sequel to persona 2 innocent sin they're both full games they just decided to to make a direct sequel and call it two again with another subtitle instead of three which is so weird because one is before two <laughs> Oh, it is? I, I didn't even know Yeah, that. yeah.
1: So, one, the <laughs> events of connected. one take place before two, and then the events of two, or two innocent sin, take place before eternal punishment. So, mm-hmm. why they decided to do that, I don't know. Maybe the, the directors had already moved on to three, and for those who have played Persona games, three is very different. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe they had, like, already moved on, and they really... Maybe they had like a separate team for that. I don't know. That's something to look up. I didn't actually notice or look that up. Mm. So
0: I believe three had a different director.
1: That would make sense. I mean, yeah, very, very drastically different games. I mean, a lot of the core, I guess, battle mechanics are kind of there. But for those that have played three and on and then go back to play one and two,
0: very very different games <laughs> mm. there two is uh it's a lot more like the the shin megami tensei or the smt uh branch of of the larger franchise because uh more backstory for those who aren't familiar the larger there's kind of a the top of like the umbrella of this franchise is uh megami tensei and the first game in that series in 1987 was called Digital Devil Story Megami Tensei, and that released on computers, it was on PC. Um, might even have been, I don't know what operating system it was for, I don't know if it was for DOS, uh, or what, but and then that eventually got ported to NES, um, and i actually just today researching this i learned i thought i had this straight and i didn't i thought i don't know i don't know where i who told me this and why i just like believed them but i thought that shin megami tensei meant digital novel story but that's completely false uh-huh. <laughs> uh megami tensei means uh goddess rebirth and then shin megami tensei is true goddess rebirth so huh. um yeah and and like i feel so stupid because i've played you know some of these games from this franchise here and there and didn't understand what they really were called <laughs> so yeah 1987 digital Double story megami tensei comes out uh they do a sequel to that in 1990 uh then in 92 it changes names to shin megami tensei there's one that comes out it's just called that then there's a sequel to that shin megami tensei 2 and all of these i believe were just in japan at the time um had not been localized in english uh <laughs> and then next is where we start to get we, we they do a spinoff game it's called shin megami tensei if and i bring this up because this is kind of the starting point for persona and i didn't know about this till today um uh this was a spinoff that was mechanically still pretty much just like Shin Megami Tensei um, which is to say uh, it's kind of like a dungeon crawler uh, you're just kind of like going uh, forward through uh, these dungeons where like you kind of have to like come up with the map on your own kind of like um, on like fantasy star one or uh gosh what am I thinking i I'm, I know there are American games that were that were like this was Ultima one like this i, I want to say maybe i don't know too much about that um but yeah it's it, it's kind of like this like old school dungeon crawler type game um with like the main mechanic kind of the main gimmick of uh, the Shin- of Megami Tensei was that the enemies you encountered are all demons or you know kami and japanese spirits but the different enemies you run into all pull from different mythologies from real life so you've got you know like judeo-christian like demons and angels but you've also got like pixies and uh like you know stuff from irish folklore and uh you know kappas yeah you've got like um <laughs> yeah you've got like uh there's a one really classic one that shows up in almost every and i can't think of the japanese name of it but uh it's um you know the little green guys from uh from uh princess mononoke the little four spirits yeah the, yeah yeah those guys are in almost every um megami tensei game anyway yeah um Shin Megami Tensei If, which came out in 94, was still mechanically the same type of game, but instead of being uh, set in a uh, post apocalyptic Tokyo in which demons have, like, you know, just appeared and laid waste to society, which is the common setting that gets used in almost every Shin Megami Tensei game, um, instead of that, it was what if uh, Shin Megami Tensei If. Uh, demons instead just infested a high school and you play as high school students so this is the point where when that was really popular years down the line uh they decided to do uh i believe it was 96 they decided to do um uh a game that's in japan is actually just called persona Revelations. yeah revelations persona um in ninety six. And so this was jumping off of that Shin Megami Tensei if they said, Well, let's make like a spin-off series where uh it's all totally centered around the experience of like being these distinctive high school kids because another one of the things that they're kind of departing from in the larger Megami Tensei series is that uh normally in the older ones you're either an unnamed protagonist or um, you're a silent protagonist. Uh and you're kind of just like exploring through the world on your own. There's not much story from the main characters, but in Persona, the story is heavily about the main characters and it's got almost like a, a more anime feel to it because it's yeah, about like the, very. the friendships and the politics between teenagers. It's like the focus of it. Um, so yeah, that's where the Persona series split off from and that was wildly successful. And now we're up to Persona five. And you which know, is spin off of extremely that. successful globally. <laughs> but just to f- so. flesh out the just how big this larger umbrella of Megami Tensei is, uh, another thing I I learned today that I didn't realize was that so there's uh, you know, originally it was called digital story Megami Tensei, but now there's you can kind of look at it as like three kind of larger branches you've got Shin Megami Tensei, which soon hopefully soon there's a, a new one coming out of the fifth installment yes. of that series. You've got persona and then you've also got uh digital, the one's called uh digital Double D- story, yeah. which is another one that's on our list, uh, which uh, there was one that came out on PS two. That was just called that. And there's so much going on <laughs> and all the branches. And there's more than that. Just those three that I listed are kind of like, the more major branches but that's by no means exhaustive like there's all kinds of spinoffs into other styles of games in different territories within uh megami tensei um so yeah don't take my word for it <laughs> uh, but uh, uh but they
1: all carry the same kind of monsters and very similar mm-hmm. aspects trickle throughout all of them so. common
0: theme is demons and yeah in, in 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 different interpretations, taken in different directions mechanically, but usually there's some amount of being able to talk to the demons and either get them to directly join your party, or uh, get them to become basically pers- well what are called personas that you can summon uh, in yep. the Persona series or other things. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool to
1: have like the recruitment system Mm -hmm. i I really like that with these Mm -hmm. games so Mm -hmm. definitely uh a very expansive universe to explore (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but specifically for this we're going to focus in on talking about just the persona aspect of it um i'm pretty well versed in persona games so i definitely have a lot to compare and contrast Mm-hmm. with the three through five versus this so this is going to be really exciting for me i'm really kind of ready yeah. to delve into it so it's so i guess I, the i was just gonna say before we start did you want to did you have anything exciting or new we haven't really talked about oh, yeah. anything
0: um i don't think so i've been been reading a lot lately i've been reading a book called um the peripheral by william gibson which is awesome i've just i just want to like You know, it's funny, like, when I think about this with books a lot, but also with video games and movies, too, it's like do you ever, like, wish that there was some way, some, like, math or recommendation system or something that would just point you to a book or a game that you're gonna really, really love? I mean, obviously, I, I think we all, it's like, what everyone does is trying to find more stuff that they like. But it's like, this is a book that I'm like, oh my god, this is so good, I can't put it down. But, like, that those are so few and far between to me. It just makes me like, uh, like I, you, you know what I mean? Like you just wish that oh, I you know, knew yeah. what it was that makes you like a thing so much so that you could j- only have that experience again and again and not read a book that's like, this is okay. I guess I'll finish it. Cause I want to know what happens, but I'm not like crazy about it. <laughs> I know. I, I need that in my mm-hmm. book life right now. I, mm-hmm. I cannot, I can't
1: pick a book to read to save my life.
0: Mm-hmm. So this one's good. I mean, it, it's not to say that it'll be like your taste. I, you know, you don't know until you try it, but I love the only William Gibson I've read before this one was Neuromancer. And, uh, it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's like Neuromancer. I mean, it is just in that it's, it's very good. Uh, um, it has, like, the setting's very different. It's sci-fi, but it's very different. It's more, like, a down-to-earth and what, like, could possibly be a possible future. Um, but, uh, God, his writing's just so good. And he's, he's one of the rare writers that can write really interesting and, like, interesting, like, sci-fi conceits that are both just cool, like, plain cool, but also they are really connected to what's going on with our culture right now but yeah. even with that he's still just a classically good writer and that he writes really good characters that aren't corny tropes <laughs> and so anyway that's great that's what i've been doing is reading that book and there's a sequel too so i'm so excited because there's more after i'm done with it this the, the sequel came out this year oh nice mm-hmm. so you've got a a good uh, chunk of reading to do then that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah
1: I just, uh, I tried to do the Robert Jordan stuff and Wheel of Time and I got to book two and I was really pumped in that and I'm still trying to trudge through it, but I got to just like be in the mood for fantasy and sometimes I'm just not in the mood for that. So mm-hmm. I say as I obsessively beat the living crap out of Dragon Quest five mm-hmm. after we started it and now I immediately started Dragon Quest eight You and should. I'm loving every second of it.
0: I would like to know. Uh right now, like even if it's, you know, short or however long, because we had an episode on Five, I do wanna know what your final thoughts are, or at least additional thoughts now that you finished
1: Yeah. It. No, I definitely wanna to touch on that. Um we were I don't know, I mean I should listen back on what we said, but I feel like we definitely got a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> I mean, you got the whole like bride thing right. Mm-hmm. Um there was a section for that. And the kid thing, uh, kind of, too, was, you know, it's directly correlated to that, which was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I thought Zugzwang was like the <laughs> final boss. Is not. <laughs> That's just where the final boss is. <laughs> so I just wanted to make a joke That's about Zugzwang.
0: A classic JRPG thing. You thought yeah. this was the final boss. Just kidding. There's 30 more hours of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, no, like that's where you fight it. It's like oh, Mount okay. Zugzwang. Yeah. Uh, I think Nemzo. I'm probably saying it wrong or not remembering. Cause now I have all the dragon quest Eight lore <laughs> uh, in my head, but let me see here. I believe that's what his name is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's really fun. Uh, the story has three arcs, which is really cool. <laughs> um, And the third arc is not time travel, but you get frozen in stone. This is a spoiler. You get frozen in stone Mm -hmm. for, like, 8 to 10 years.
0: Oh, so that's how you get to party up with your kids. That's, yeah.
1: So, obviously, you get found and, you know, turned back to human. And your Mm -hmm. kids are like, hey, (laughs) your son (laughs) is basically just like, I'm the hero. (laughs) You're like, okay, cool. He's like, hey, I can hold this sword. So, there's the whole thing about... I don't know if you got to where oh, you get this. That's neat. Yeah, like you get this sword. So he's like the Erdrich Zenithian sword or whatever. Yeah, but you're not. Yeah. It's your wife, whoever you marry, is that's the descendant. That's cool. Yeah, that's really so cool. like the kid turns out to be the hero. So that's um, why, which the, doesn't the... really make any sense because they don't, they don't really like. Um, there isn't like a point where you're like deal the final blow. Like you mm-hmm. can only do mm-hmm. it like. Mm-hmm. You just go in with your kids and kill them, with <laughs> Nimzo. But that's uh, neat.
0: yeah, it's a really cool thing. That I, I answers just, like, my that answers my big like question of like why is the art all of the guy with the staff? It's specifically yeah. because they're trying to secretly tell you he's not the the titular you know the hero of Dragon yeah. Quest. It's his son. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I thought you think that was really cool. So that's spoiler neat. for everyone. So sorry, um, but yes, very very great uh, concept there. And I just can't believe that was a super Nintendo game, uh, to have like those kind of tropes and stuff. Just very Mm -hmm. big deal. So, um, but yeah, persona two, uh, I did not play more than the five hours Mm -hmm. and it's not because it's bad. I just (laughs) am obsessed with dragon quest right now. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my feeling with it too. I mean, it's, this is a game that like, I'm definitely not like down on it or anything, It's just, like, something... I wasn't in the mood for, like, the heavy crunchiness of a Megami Tensei game. Because this is... Even though this is, like, securely in the Persona line, this is, you know, as you mentioned before, this is right before the jump to Persona 3. This game, if you're like me, and all you knew of the Persona series was 3 through 5, and you're going backwards, this is a big jump back into more... It's a lot more like a Megami Tensei game, which are pretty grindy. Uh they don't have what became the hallmark thing of the Persona series starting in three, which is I I mean I don't want to say visual novel esque because like I don't want I mean visual novels aren't bad, but I don't want so you know anyone to think that it's like I don't know, it's it's not quite like a visual novel. It, it's maybe like a Dating simulator-ish thing there's a mechanic that, what, that starts, starts in three yeah where yeah. you do where you have what's called social links and different it's every character you recruit corresponds to one of the uh major arcana in the tarot but then there's also npcs in the game world that come that correspond to them too and the more you yeah. go on like so three through five have like a i honestly i would call it a high school simulator or a socializing simulator aspect i mean it's
1: 100 percent. yeah it's there's dating to it but Mm -hmm. you know it's not like uh it's definitely not a dating sim Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and it's
1: more about yeah building those friendships and relationships and bonds with your high school students and people in the community around you
0: yeah and so Persona 2 hadn't gotten there yet. It didn't have like that big jump forward in the way. Because no. because three through five are completely built around this simulator aspect in that it goes on like a day cycle and they go through like every, like, you, like you'll wake up, your character wakes up and then he has to go to school. And then after school you get to choose whether you want to go to like this omnipresent like demon dungeon Or whether you want to hang out with your friends, and it's very it's very cool. But uh, two hadn't done that yet, and I didn't realize that at first. Um, And so yeah, there's no
1: time system. Mm -hmm. You you're not gonna run out of time because you know with the social links being such a big thing, the higher you get them, the more powerful your character gets in three Mm -hmm. through five. It really Mm -hmm. you know enhances you. Um, And yeah, you're getting like these like storylines that you wouldn't normally see um if you don't if you choose not to talk to those people mm-hmm. um but it's definitely like by the end of the game you want to have a lot of them because a it powers up your personas more it powers up you you learn all these skills so mm-hmm. um to not have that in two is definitely very strange it's it's more like i don't know
0: like yeah to me it just it, reminded me of playing Shin Megami tensei four it's a lot more like that yeah game.
1: yeah Yeah, for sure. I haven't played that in a while. I'd love to play that again. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess so. From what I remember, there's definitely aspects, though, um, that you can see kind of build into that. So you Mm -hmm. have like the, the walking around town, you know, aspect, which you're literally just a little icon that... You know, mm-hmm. can only move on these like linear roads. <laughs> yeah, that that's and like it's a classic very, thing. Very small. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's a classic. Like just the way that's presented is exactly in shimogami Tensei three. I think four was like the first one of those to not do that. Uh, well, but even th-
1: Persona three is that mm-hmm. in a way. You're mm-hmm. just you get a a cursor that moves around, and mm-hmm. there's like little bubbles of people that you can talk to. Yeah. yeah. So it's four and five where you start actually walking around town Mm -hmm. as a physical character. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't think that takes away anything. I used to, as a kid, have this weird aversion to things like that, like, like point and click and like stuff like that. I just, I I hated that as a kid. Mm -hmm. And now like, I appreciate it because it's so annoying. Sometimes to have to walk as a character Mm -hmm. across a map when I could just like click it, you know, it Mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So, But yeah, very different. I I really like the darkness in the story. Like, mm-hmm. it's very lighthearted, and there's a lot of lighthearted moments. It's it's like anime, you know? It's like any mm-hmm. sort of dark mm-hmm. anime, you know, like Full Metal Alchemist, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll use that as an example if you know anything about that. It's, yeah. You know, it has a very dark undertone, but at the same time, there's so many lighthearted moments, and it mm-hmm. just reminded me so much of something like that, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. You want to kind of touch because you're you're a little more fresh since you just stopped your playthrough, so you want to like kind of go into what you thought about Joker and everything.
0: Yeah, um, I did. I didn't play a whole lot of either one because I kind of split my time accidentally between, uh, <laughs> uh the sequel. Um, but I I did a little bit of reading of like a plot synopsis just to see like where the story goes to. Um, okay. And one thing that yeah like it is like a surprisingly a little bit darker than you know personas three i I've played gosh i don't know that's the thing i should admit right now that i feel as though i'm really familiar with the persona series but i have not finished any of them uh they're just so long for Shame. me and I-, I don't know like three i got i don't know uh I used to think that I got pretty far in three. I don't think that I did. I think I probably maybe got like twenty five percent through that game. Um, And in that one, I don't know. I got tired of Tartarus. Tartarus got really yeah. Tartarus gets
1: really. I didn't beat three because it just Tartarus is very every every floor
0: looks the same, and there's just like no variation to what it looks like. Yeah. Um, And then and the story's good, but it it didn't call me like a nut. Like I will definitely go back and beat that
1: game because I want to know, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I I remember having that same feeling of like Tartarus just wasn't enough for me.
0: Yeah. And then four, I only like played a little bit of, and oh, then man. five, I I mean, obviously everybody loves Persona 5. Like I, I got pretty far, but even then I'm going to guess maybe I'm a third into it. I'm at like the, I'm at Futaba's palace. That's where I'm at in that one. Um, but all that's to say, how did you f- stop? Three, th- well, honestly, kind of. I, I, I really like five. I really like that the palaces are not like Tartarus, that uh, that they have a lot of variation. They're all really fun and have different music. Honestly, just regular old uh, game fatigue for me, which happens a lot in JRPGs, which is just like. And I know I'm probably wrong, but a lot of times of the game, I'll get to a point where I'm just like, I feel like I've seen. At this point, every mechanic the game is going to throw at me. And I could be wrong. There could be ones coming up. But I'm just feeling like there hasn't been a new mechanic in a while. I'm starting to feel like other than the story, I'm just going through the motions. And I just yeah. always get really bored of a game when it get, when I get to that point. Um, and that's where I got with, with 5. And that's why I put that one down. But
1: I feel like I would get there with this one too, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. As
0: much as I love this game and...
1: Mm-hmm as f- I, got, I feel like I progressed really far in five hours. I, f- mm-hmm. I didn't like four or five dungeons. Like <laughs> that was so crazy to me for a persona game to like go through multiple dungeons in the first couple of hours. Usually in the first five hours, mm. you know, like you're still estab- you're, you're not even able yeah. to go outside, you know, at yeah, night Yeah. yeah. <laughs> except for in Royal and five, they did kind of touch stuff, but mm. you know, it's just like, let alone, maybe getting through the first dungeon in Mm -hmm. three through five i got through you know maybe four dungeons (laughs) in five hours so the thing is i didn't play around there's a lot of cool mechanics in this you've got rumors Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that uh where you can kind of play around with the items you get or whatever uh and weapons but i just i don't know i didn't really i really wanted to just get more of the story because that's my favorite aspect of these games Mm -hmm. and i feel like i was able to get a good chunk in in five hours in this yeah so
0: yeah what i was saying before was like you know i'm comparing it to the other persona games but uh and this one feels generally feels like it's a bit darker in tone but i could be wrong because because i because i haven't gotten to the all the way through three or five um no i would
1: agree yeah i would agree it's definitely darker
0: Mm mm-hmm like I mean, honestly, that and that's one thing. It's kind of funny. I'm like totally like, uh like I don't know what's the word. Like I've, like I've skipped so far ahead by seeing the beginning of Eternal Punishment, and in the beginning <laughs> of that Joker, I don't know what happens. I think he's a different character who's just calling himself Joker. So anyway, for anybody who, who loves Persona Five and doesn't know anything, there is a character called Joker in in the Persona Two games. In in Innocent and Sin, well. he's this uh. Mysterious guy who wears like a jester mask, and he's like the main antagonist, at least in the beginning. Um, and he, but it seems like he's a human because he also can summon persona like, like you can. Um, and uh, and like there's like this kind of neat, there's this neat like start, like hook to the story, which is it's kind of like a, you know, like, like an urban legend, and it's neat because it seems like the kind of thing that kids would, would do. You know, yeah, in real life. Yeah, like
1: that's the rumors of some urban yeah. legend like that. They've got know. this, yeah.
0: yeah. They've got this urban legend where if you dial your own cell phone number into your cell phone, and remember, this is 1996, so like, or 1998 or something. Yeah, uh, 98, 99. Yeah, so like smart like phones are still like Nokia track phones, and they look like <laughs> that in the game, which is funny. But yeah. if, if you dial your own number into your phone and call it, you'll. Uh, the Joker will pick up and if you tell him someone that you hate he'll kill them for you and there's this thing going on where like reality is getting like bent somehow by like demons or magic or whatever um, and when people make rumors like that they just they become true um, yeah. and so yeah if you dial this your own number Joker will show up and so like the the, the main characters do it just to see what will happen and then Joker shows up and uh, he like instead of like he doesn't like kill people exactly he like turns them into like brain dead like zombie people who just kind of like yeah
1: who if i'm correct other characters can't see except for people that
0: have seen joker yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think so or like people kind of get sent to the world (laughs) yeah um and uh yeah but then anyway in in Something happens (laughs) as a result of the the plot of Innocent Sin because in Eternal Punishment, the Joker is still there and the characters call him again, but he looks completely different. He's no longer like this guy wearing a suit, like a white suit and a jester mask. He's like this deranged, like serial killer like big guy wearing a bag over his head with eye holes cut out. That's covered in blood. And he carries a butcher knife and it's like, he's way scarier. Yeah, and it's like, what happened different. to J- What happens? But as at the end of innocent sin, like Joker has seen some bad days. Uh, so as you could see, it's kind of related to Joker from persona five. Um, you know, just in that it's like, cause the whole thing in persona five is uh, if, if the phantom thieves find out that there's somebody who's, you know, like basically mistreating teenagers in some way uh Joker and the Phantom Thieves are going to steal your heart. So yeah. kind of similar to Joker from Persona 2, but definitely darker. But bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like he's controlling like so many, you know, the bosses of it or like your the first boss you go into your high school, that's the first dungeon and is your principal, you know, so your principal's kind of under the influence of Joker mm-hmm. and Uh, then later on there's like a student body president that's under the influence and i don't know how far you got but there's i think it's with that student body president that you Mm. see these like masked people there's like this Mm. league of people that are like involved with joker and he has like underlings um yeah they know some of the characters and like they're like oh my god i know who's behind that man you know so yeah it's uh Kind of cool. I really liked that aspect of it. The story yeah. is just like I like where it was going. I do want to know what that's all about. So
0: yeah, I didn't get that far, but I read I read the synopsis to see generally what happens later on. So and yeah, nice. it's pretty cool. Yeah, or it seems cool. Like reading it's... it really fast in a synopsis makes it seem insane. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Building it up slowly is definitely mm-hmm. better when it comes to like crazy games like this. Mm-hmm. But that that insanity is kind of like, it's, you know, it reminds me of like, um, like, like Shin Megami Tensei 4. Like there's some like wacky stuff that happens to the city.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs)
0: Because like, definitely there's like a, a through line through a lot of the games in this larger series where it's like, you know, what if regular present day japan and the, and different ones are set in different games but a lot of them are set in Tokyo. i mean sorry uh, different ones are set in different cities or even made up cities that uh, the city in persona 2 is fictional it's called sumaru uh which isn't real but um a lot of them are in tokyo but this like overarching theme is like what if you know modern day japan was suddenly just full of you know like demons and magic and Like, there's always kind of like an angle on it where it's like demons coming into the forefront is really humanity's like darker side or darker desires finally being expressed and no longer being manifested. Yeah, yeah, because that's like the whole thing with Persona is like, what are they, what's how do they say it in Persona 2? It's like, they're like, I'm another face of like because like the theme in persona 2 is like masks and uh yeah so they're like uh, your persona is one of many masks that you wear when you like you know go through your life which is kind of cool now now i'm realizing that connects i bet there's a lot from two that connects at least just thematically to five because in five the what they start in three is they in two and i'm assuming in one there's no like uh device for how characters summon their personas they just like shout the persona's name yeah yeah pops up and does a spell (laughs) but in five it's masks it's like you have this mask on your face and you have to rip the mask off and that's how you summon your persona yeah that's kind of a connection there and then in the other yourself in the
1: head and three yeah yeah, and three
0: (laughs) What, what was it in four um i
1: can't remember i should know i played that last year uh
0: I know they yeah, go into really a TV. Remember. I know that one's all about television.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really remember the exact thing. I think it just kind of comes out uh, in moments of like, there's like a, you know, like a bad moment, like oh my god, like moments of stress, and it, it like mm-hmm. comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to look that up. I don't know how I've forgotten that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. What well, that reminds me, there's one thing that I li- I liked how uh, having having played three and five one thing that i thought was cool about two was how they just like get right to it with unlocking everybody's persona because if you played three or four or five yeah yeah those ones are like so almost like anime-esque uh focused on like character development that like it's a full dungeon and a full quest just to get a new party member and to get them to like you know, go through this Have very st- st- stressful yeah. or even traumatic experience, which activates their persona, um, and you and like that's like at least like seventy five percent of the game is just like unlocking each character and getting their persona to activate. But I like that the first three protagonists in Persona Two, within like fifteen minutes they all have their personas. And, and yeah, when it happens, like, Oh yeah,
1: I can do that too. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Joker shows up and he's like, Hey, do you have personas? And they're like, yeah. And then it's just like one, two, three. And they just like pop out. And I was like, Whoa, that's so much more fast paced. It's like breakneck speed compared to persona. Five. I know. Yeah.
1: I'd like to play one and see mm-hmm. how that is connected to like, you know, maybe that's just something that it seems like a lot of events of one were established. And then, mm-hmm. uh, maybe people just realize oh yeah this is something that can happen like Mm -hmm. these persona things i don't know yeah there's a lot of characters in
0: the game that are like Oh yeah, I'm a devil summoner. And it's like, wait, what? Cause I'm used <laughs> yeah. to like the whole thing in personas three through five is like adults, especially, but like most people in the world are like, huh? No, what are you talking about? This is real yeah. life. And you only see the demons when you go into like a special alternate dimension. But in this one, people are like straight up like, Oh yeah, I saw a demon the other day. And it's just like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so weird. I love it. <laughs> that may be, Oh yeah. Uh, honestly you know we're just talking about how fast they activate the personas i almost kind of missed like the fanfare around uh uh you know getting someone's persona to come out because at least in five like that, that's awesome that's like some of the best part of persona five is like yeah. uh you know getting uh, that music Because they always, you know, I made it sound like like it was, like, slow. I mean, sometimes it can be when once you've gotten, maybe it's, like, the fifth party member. You're like, okay, come on, get the persona. But, like, at least the first few, definitely, it's, like, because they build it up very long where they show, like, a teenager basically just getting, like, just, like, berated or just, you know, just really honestly just being abused by an adult in some yeah. other way and it's always an adult that's like you know possessed by a demon or something um uh and it's just this great these great cut scenes where like they're just not going to take the shit anymore and they just you know go super they rip Saiyan that mask off and yeah rip off that mask uh but yeah and you can you know it definitely was like a the a progression of you know the directors and the you know getting to making The persona developing what that meant, you know, to the story, to the characters as they go on. Because in this one, it almost feels I mean, it sounds too harsh to say, but I mean, it almost feels like an afterthought in terms of how the personas like connect to the characters. It's more like, seems to me, like the designers were like, oh, this would be a really neat way to use demons instead of getting the demons to join your party, like in the main SMT series. Let's do something different where like you collect them and you use them like, a, like as like a, abilities. And it's, so it's neat to see that, that they developed over time, like, well, let's bring the personas into being part of, the, part of like the character development.
1: Yeah, and it's usually the main character's the only one that can have multiple, so there's always some explanation.
0: And now, a word from our sponsors. Rufus Shinra let his cat get hacked to death with a giant sword. Rufus Shinra keeps you in the slums while his Turks get huge salaries. Rufus Shinra spends your tax dollars on giant laser cannons. Rufus Shinra, wrong for Midgar, wrong for the planet. Especially they people up the bare walls for President. I realized we um uh didn't talk about like our like memories or experience with like this game or this series. Uh, if you wanted to to talk about that, because I actually I I mean I, I I do remember like you know some familiarity with Shimigami Tensei.
1: Yeah, I definitely think we should uh, do that. Yeah. So for me, three was the first one I played. I had it on mm-hmm. a PSP, and yeah, I I didn't really understand. I didn't really know if it was cool. Um, I told you I didn't like the point-and-click aspect of things. Mm. So it didn't really appeal to me at first. Um, And then a lot of my friends played 4 on PS2 and were obsessed with it, but I just, Mm. I don't know, I never really caught on. And then, you know, Years Down the Line 5 comes out, obviously, brings a lot of global attention. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really like a big step into it for me, the original version of 5. And i basically got to the very end of five but i made some poor decisions and i didn't have any items and it's very hard to get through the last area without items so Mm -hmm. i didn't beat the last boss Mm -hmm. um i was literally right there and then uh yeah so for that like from there i uh decided at the beginning of quarantine that i really wanted to focus more because royal had come out Mm -hmm. so my experience with persona really started actually mostly last year uh with that so I beat five royal I beat four and I played a lot of three again yeah so but yeah as a kid it's funny uh this is one of those like super obscure like or now it's not but at the time I remember you know when my friends got it and hmm. I, hearing about four it was it was such a mystery to me it was it sounded so cool but I just knew that I wasn't going to devote the time to do like the high school aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like that part as a kid wasn't really appealing to me, which it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. the most appealing part to me now. I, I honestly prefer the high school stuff and doing like the social links mm-hmm. more than the dungeon crawling mm-hmm. in three through five. Oh yeah. So
0: yeah, that, that that's part personally. of what makes those games like so like brilliantly, uh, Popular is that like they've got this really good balance of like flavors where you know if you get tired being in the dungeon, you can leave for the day and then go you know hang out with your friends or take a girl on a date or whatever. Uh, which is you know like they've really just like kind of like hit hit on this on this like really winning formula. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I I would say you just brought up a good point, like, and it just made me think this is like a vice versa for me when it comes to memory because mm. this game makes me just remember stuff from high school, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like it like makes me, it, it makes me wish I went to high school in Japan. <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> Mainly. I... But it, you know, it brings up so many mm-hmm. fond memories that it, it sparks mm-hmm. uh, that for me. Mm-hmm. So
0: no, it, I would say that. Definitely. I mean, the main thing that makes me, that make, I laughed when you said that because it, the main thing these types of games make me feel is like wishing, I'm like, man, I wish I had had more friends in high school. <laughs> I know, right? Oh God, <laughs> I wish I had seriously. maximized my social links in real life and like, yep. you know, talk to the two old people who own the bookstore <laughs> you know? Exactly. And talk to the politician <laughs> on the street corner or, you know, had more than one friend in high school. <laughs> I know um you know but you know that that, that that connects to like you know the what i remember how i became aware of the persona series and really the shin megami tensei series is connected to it because i i think probably the first shin megami tensei awareness i ever had was nocturne shin megami tensei 3 nocturne and this was when the game
1: i uh, always saw in gamestop and
0: always yeah wanted this play. one <laughs> i became or fe- featuring <laughs> um uh th- I, I became aware of that this one that one because um uh i used to watch tons of g4 tech tv and uh and uh they had you know man i really miss i really miss the golden days of it like uh because so you they had all these programs where which I'm trying to remember which one it was. Honestly, it was probably several, like, you know, you would see like the big games of the day be featured on like X play where they like reviewed games or you'd see it on like cheat. I remember there was a show that was just called cheat and it was just a show where if there were cheat codes, they would show them to you, but mostly it would just be like giving you tips on how to like play the game better. And I, I'm pretty sure it was cheat. I remember had an episode on Megami Tensei three but I think, you know, it was probably also, like, reviewed on X-Play or whatever. Um, and I remember seeing it, and I guess I, I I looked it up. I guess I would have been 13 at the time. And, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, I remember I thought the aesthetic of Shin Megami Tensei three looked pretty cool. And I was like, wow, this game looks pretty cool. But I, I just remember, I remember the feeling I had about that game was, like, it's too... Like it's too serious for me. Like I'm not that like good at video games or like invested in RPGs. Game. Yeah, exactly. Like it's funny that I was still thinking that like at 13, but I but I distinctly remember thinking like this is for like the big dogs and this is like too serious of a game for me. I used and... to
1: think that about McDonald's like <laughs> value, like not kids' meals. Anyways, that's a big segue, but.
0: <laughs> no i mean i what age was that for you I, I mean i remember feeling that way at like i don't know like nine
1: <laughs> yeah i was like oh wait i can order from the the not like kids menu now uh-huh, and
0: that, that was a yeah. big
1: big deal yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> no that was, that was good um but no yeah ah. like you know at the time like nocturne was like a, a big mac for me and i was deleting uh <laughs> The junior Nugs. cheeseburger or whatever. Um but uh, Yo,
1: that's Wendy's dude. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I know,
0: I know, I'm mixing the metaphors. Uh <laughs> you're quick, I was wondering if you would get it too. You're quick on it, too. <laughs> of course. Don't
1: play around um, fast food with me. I know my fast food.
0: Um <laughs> Um anyway. Uh yeah, so but I remember watching like this cheat episode and and they were talking about like how hard the game was that was in anything anyone said about nocturne was like this game's so hard like you've got to be a serious gamer to like be able to to beat this game and it's weird like it's weird for me to remember that time and remember that like even as old as 13 i just patently believed what like video games journalists told me you know yeah. like i remember i was well, like we had oh, one yes. source
1: like you know i mean we had what like game spot
0: mm-hmm. i
1: don't i didn't really even use that stuff like mm-hmm. i used game facts and then like if i i had g4 finally but like xplay you know
0: mm-hmm. but at it's that funny cuz like now when i do <laughs> yeah like now when i hear like takes even from a journalist you know on like mm-hmm. a game or a movie or anything i'm like well you know take that with a grain of salt you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like prejudge this piece of media because i'm the only one who can say how i feel about it it's just funny to remember like i'm like reconnecting to that memory and at that time i didn't i hadn't like developed that awareness yet and i would think okay well if this person says it's too hard that's what it is and i'm never gonna play it (laughs) and that was what i thought about too hard for me yeah, that, that's what I thought about Nocturne. So I just, like, ignored it and didn't care about it. And then, um, which is sad because it's a really good game, and I've played it a little bit now. Um, it's very good. It is hard, but that doesn't mean, like, I can't play
1: it. Um, For the Switch port, i yeah. playing it again.
0: And then um, Digital and saying, Devil It's Soga. the best time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I remember Digital Devil, Song coming out which was like, as I mentioned before, like yet another kind of like spin off branch of Megami Tensei, which was a PS2 game. And that one, the look of that one was just so cool to me. Yeah. It's like, it's like, a sci- it's like a shelf, like a far game. future sci-fi aesthetic to it. Um, and like all your characters, like, I don't know, just like, I don't know what, what it is. I haven't played it, but like somehow you like turn into these really cool sci-fi looking demons. <laughs> that one appealed to me, but still kind of the same thing. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I only have so much birthday money, and like that game's yep. probably too hard for me, so I'm not gonna mess with
1: that. And it was rated M.
0: Yeah, that too. Uh,
1: yeah. Which my mom usually was pretty cool about and didn't really care. Yeah, I, I could kind of like Sometimes it would be like hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, Grand Theft Auto was so easy to convince, but then sometimes yeah. games like that were just not
0: yeah it's weird i don't know like it's devil in it.
1: you can't do that you know my mom I mean, my mom's not like that but it's just i don't know maybe that's like what the trigger was or the, yeah. the breaking point i don't know i
0: remember going to gamestop uh when man there was man this game was bad but like i you know this is like i didn't care this is when i would just like play bad games so much because it's all i had but i remember getting uh that fallout spinoff game i don't even remember what it was called as a Fallout spinoff game for PS2, and it was just using the engine of Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance, that engine that they farmed out for like all those games, for like the X Men games. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, those, those top-down dungeon crawlers. It was the Fallout yeah. one. That was rated M, and the guy at the GameStop was trying to trying to. I don't even like. He's just trying to bust my chops like i we brought it up to the counter and my mom was like had her, her credit card out and he was like man i need you to understand that this game has like smoking and sex and alcohol in it do you think that your son's prepared for that and i'm like dude what are you doing i'm just like, dude, are you serious? you're breaking
1: the GameStop employee <laughs> bro code man like, but was funny What is, funny. is that no, I, I definitely know what you're talking about. There was a guy that did that, too. So. My
0: mom, like, trolled me for, like, a few minutes, for, like, a few seconds, and then she was like, nah, I'll get it for him. And I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, and then I remember when I was, I remember I was a, f- a sophomore in high school, at least when I got Persona 3. Um, And I remember Persona 3 came out, and I'd, like, read reviews, and, and then people said it was really good, and, like, the whole social thing appealed to me but uh and that was the like the deciding thing is i was like okay this game is like shin megami tensei like for teenagers and i'm a teenager and like (laughs) and like it's like this is like more like for my audience this is like my speed i can do this yeah And, and and this is what i was referring to earlier i played it and i'm gonna get real like that game actually made me sad because I remember getting all the social links and I was like, this is really cool, but it uh-huh. made me realize how I was not doing anything, like a semblance of that in my real life. And it just uh-huh. made me depressed. Cause I was like, I, I, I literally, I had to stop playing it because I would play it and be like, oh my God, like this is so cool. This is like what teenagers should be doing and I'm not doing this. <laughs> Why can't but, I live in Japan? to uh i mean luckily like i don't i don't think it was because of that because it wasn't really activated by me but serendipitously like i just start like people at people i knew just started to take an interest in me and i like suddenly started to have more friends in my junior year of high school (laughs) but it's funny like that's the reason i put that game down because i was like this is too real for me (laughs) like i can't (laughs) this is making me ashamed of myself (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was definitely yeah. never a popular kid and I had like pretty much the same friends throughout mm-hmm. but I could see that like mm-hmm. you know being a gamer you're a little bit introverted you know like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just like it's being from a small town like
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's a lot of people in school that I didn't want to get to know but mm-hmm. I definitely mm-hmm. could have been a little more social and especially with like you know people around me and like Adults and stuff. I definitely mm-hmm. could have been a little more social, so yeah, I could have. And I, you, you know, and I know leveled looking up back. my social linked at the bookstore or with the GameStop people.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got right. The free so perks strange.
1: when you're level eight. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you know, it's funny, you know, as an adult looking back now, it's very clear to me that, like we were saying earlier, the, you know, the Persona games, but also other high school simulator media. I mean, I think you could argue that
1: tons
0: of anime you know kind of fall in this category where it's about reliving your golden years you know yeah like you know as an adult i can see that you know this is clearly the most idealized version of you know what somebody looking back and wanting to make like a very uh, you know perfect high school story w- would what would have wanted their experience to be like but yeah, yeah, but but as a kid, I'm looking at it, and I'm like looking at it as like an ideal, and I'm like, oh, is this normal? Is this what everybody's experience is like? A <laughs> guy like, didn't have that awareness yet.
1: <laughs> well, you bring up a good point, and this is something I wanted to say. This is this is my my hot take or my big point. And I think that persona games give us what we wanted in high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it also gives me what I daydreamed about in high school. Yeah, yeah. Like there were always narratives in my head and I, you know, I'm a pretty creative guy, but I'm not a writer or anything like that, but there are always so many narratives as a kid, like daydreaming in high school of, you know, like, what if like demons took over and I had to like fight Mm -hmm. or like, what if like I had this adventure, like so many adventures you base around like your high school because Mm -hmm. you're there, you know, listening to teachers talk and sometimes classes are boring, you know, you're (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, and it also like gives you that like, really f- the freedom to go in the high school where you always wanted to go like you mm-hmm. know in high school when there's like that closet and you just don't know what's in that closet <laughs> or like there's like a basement somewhere you know and yeah. you're like yeah mm-hmm. people always like make up like weird rumors about like basement or you know like some area mm-hmm. like oh yeah this is like kind of haunted like Persona mm-hmm. just plays into that and like mm-hmm. gives you that Yeah, and like, I that's the thing that I love so much about those games and it's so mm-hmm. awesome to me
0: no, for me, it's like I'd be sitting there daydreaming, and like you know, teacher like calls me out on something, or it's just being a general jerk, and it's like, man, what if, you start daydreaming like, what if I just like became godlike and just like put <laughs> yeah. my teacher in a sphere and then just like lifted the roof off the classroom and we're like we all just like fly you know? <laughs> like like yeah, like, yeah. Just like, like literally shit. persona fulfills that fantasy it's like cuz the teacher usually gets possessed by a demon and then you yeah. have to like kill the demon out of them like yeah <laughs> so
1: it's it's so cool that that it has been able to do that and it just continues to do that because there's so many narratives that can play into that and i, I can't wait for the next persona game so mm-hmm but it's funny we we played two and really realized what we liked about all the others i, I find that
0: really Yeah interesting. i mean i don't know in a weird way it's like i don't know it just it kind of made me think about what like what i missed so going backwards is odd and and this is another one a little bit like dragon quest 5 like i feel like you know a lot of like the meat and potatoes of like what makes this game special is probably going to come later on like so i'd be interested to hear what yeah. you know uh uh People who've who've who finished this game have to say,
1: yeah, for sure. And the thing about it too is you can see how the music is progresses mm-hmm. because the music is so key in three through five. Mm-hmm. And well, I... I love that this music in this is not not on par with three through five. No, but it's I... getting there. It's
0: getting there. And I, I looked into it a little bit. It's I mean I'm at least partly because Shoji Maguro is the the composer for. Three, four, and five, and he was working on Persona one and two, but it wasn't just him. Like, I don't think he had like you know, he wasn't like the music director. He was just yeah. one of the composers. Um, and you can you know, that's like at least in my like, it, when he started when he worked on three, it's like he went wild, <laughs> you know? yeah, with just making that style as distinctive as possible. Um, Three's
1: music is, I think, mm-hmm. probably some of my favorite honestly I, I really like the music in a three mm. a lot mm-hmm. I can't I can't say it. For sure i just love the but then like the menu mm-hmm. like, oh no I, i'll just like when panel. i'm
0: like working i'll just like find a youtube like 10 hours of that song and then just put it on it's and so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah and then dude's like damn it's like dude yeah what is this i love this I, I looked i was actually i was reading about shoji Maguro, um the composer of the the uh that music and uh and he's, he he said in an interview that he specifically chose uh, to have English lyrics for all the songs, um, specifically because for Japanese audiences, like since you know English it, it at least isn't their first language, uh, hearing English lyrics won't like distract them from like the text of what's going on in the game. Yeah, <laughs> which is interesting. It is interesting because it stands it's out. I you know cool, all, all like the kind of more funny lyrics stand out to us like like a burn my dread or burn my bread because that sounds like she's saying yeah in in four (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: man yeah i wish i could touch more on music on this but i mean i love the battle theme for sure like definitely super cool um and like exploring the town and stuff the music also very cool i did make a note that the music at the gym When they were Did you get to that When they were in that mm-hmm. concert Yeah there's like music That starts playing In the, the second school And uh That's Really neat Like You you hear it there Like That type of uh, Music is really Kind of Forecasting Where it can go You know mm. It kind of goes into the weird In uh Places Like that scene Um also, I really liked, I don't know if you remember going into the convenience store or whatever, where it's the mm-hmm. same woman, where it's like Nurse Joy, you know, like guess yeah. the sisters. There was like, I don't know if it changes or not, but that music was truly neat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put the Rama music is fire in my notes, so <laughs> we definitely got to play that. I don't remember that one off the top of my head, but... <laughs> so definitely cool stuff but yeah like you said it's not something i would loop over and over while i'm doing work but like persona three through five like easily could like Mm -hmm. jam on that for days
0: i did think it was uh, neat that uh it stuck out to me when you go to the velvet room i had like put the controller down because like i needed to like do something else and i had let the music like run out in the velvet room and I don't know if you did that, but like after it goes through the, the song of everyone's, the poem of everyone's souls, I think is the name of that yeah, classic. The poem song that's song. in every when game. That, when that one ends, uh, Claire de Lune starts playing. And I was like, oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> here's like another game that, you know, we've played and uh, that has Claire de Lune in it. That's kind of cool. Nice. I didn't <laughs> notice that now. Yeah. <laughs> I did like in
1: the Velvet Room in this game. Again, I didn't mess with that mechanic a lot because I like the mm-hmm. personas and I, I like just leveling up the ones that they have. Because mm-hmm. the, the the way that mechanics work in this game is like you the more you use your persona, mm-hmm. the more that you learn. So mm-hmm. which, you know, is essentially leveling it up, but it's I can't remember what it's called, but they're not really like levels or something. Hmm. But I like in the Velvet Room that they had a cast of characters there and there actually yeah. was a woman. Singing, singing the song
0: yeah i thought that yeah, was cool I, too it's I'm like
1: curious to see if that's in the first game because you know as if you guys don't know they always have this woman singing this the same song in the velvet room uh, mm-hmm. throughout all of the games and mm-hmm. it was just cool to kind of see her there and she's like physically the piano. There, yeah. and there's mm-hmm. a guy playing the piano because it's a piano piece mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just like singing in that operatic voice so i really liked that aspect of this also mm-hmm. uh igor mad creepy looking in this game i
0: thought he looked the same as normal
1: no he's a lot more like <laughs> cartoony and like i don't know what it is about his screenshot in this but it's terrifying i wish there was a visual we need to start doing visual aspects to this so i could just like put that on the screen because like that is
0: <laughs> that
1: dude's scary mm-hmm. go look it up it's, <laughs> it's look at that and compare it to like five it's mm-hmm. nowhere near as scary so <laughs> well cool uh yeah, I feel like I covered a lot of what I wanted to say. Um It's funny how this one really brought out a lot of the past because yeah. of the nature of it. I really mm-hmm. like that about this. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh thing else you want to note or
0: Mm. No. I wonder, well, let's say what well, what do you think your persona would be? Uh it's got to be like a mythological uh spirit or in vain of Persona 5, a literary character <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs>
1: you say what yours is, and I'll think about that. Do you have one um, in mind for you?
0: Let's see if I was in. Oh, oh, gosh, this is it's like Patronus, but like spicier. I feel like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's not just like an animal. I see, I want to do like a literary character, uh, because of Persona 5. Um... Now I'm thinking too hard. I just, I just need to go with my gut. I'm gonna go with a god. I'm gonna do. Uh, um, uh. I would be like Loki or something.
1: Like
0: a <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny one. Uh, I, I'll be. Oh, I'll be Ratatosker. I'll be the the squirrel that climbs up and down the tree. And uh, <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> Ratatosker is one of those. the first enemy that you fight in a, and in, in Persona Two. The like nice. squirrel demon. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm
1: all about like I'm not tricky or mischievous at all, so Loki doesn't really work for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But in a game, like the way that I like to control characters, I like like the quicker, the uh-huh. more like thief like people, so Mm-hmm. maybe in game mode it would be that maybe real life me would just be whatever god is just like chill like dionysus or something I'm just like, no
0: i'll man. be i'll be polyphemus because uh because i have bad eyesight yeah there you go i'll be the cyclops <laughs> but then he just shoots like a laser out of his eye yeah Optic blast that <laughs> yeah that's it and nuclear i'm nuclear element that's it.
1: nuclear was only in five okay
0: no nuclear is in uh is in two is it yeah i was surprised because i was like wait a minute i thought they didn't have new nu- because i swear nuclear is not in three or four but it's i in can't two. remember
1: it being in three or four
0: yeah i don't think it was but it's in two that's funny
1: well there you go maybe they just looked at two and got a lot of inspiration for five i think so joker and stuff there is an allusion to a character named joker in four and i would imagine there'd be one in three but Mm. there is like in a sub story for one of the main characters in the social link there is an allusion to a character named joker so i thought that was neat that that theme kind of carries on through all the games Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah cool stuff well Uh, yeah. If you don't have anything else or any more closer remarks, uh, Mm -hmm. I do want to go ahead and plug that Twitter of ours. Uh, just if you guys have any suggestions, anything that you like, anything that you don't like, anything you want to see us play, talk about, definitely just hit us up on Twitter. Um, and just let us know what is up. Um, so that being said, what are you thinking about for next week?
0: I don't know. I did just get my copy of Evergrace in uh okay. in the mail.
1: I don't know if I could procure a copy of that in time to get it out
0: <laughs> quick. I do want to play that though. I've just got Dark Souls on the brain and so I've been I've been like trying to mess around with other FromSoft games just to see what they're like even though the director of Dark Souls wasn't there until like the 2000s, but uh yeah. We'll could do King's, list. We could do King's Quest. I mean, sorry, not King's <laughs> Quest. Jeez, that's a completely different game. King's <laughs> Field. could do King's Field.
1: Could be. Yeah, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we can we'll try that
0: out. We'll keep it a mystery. Yeah, uh, it's going to be, be a mystery, mystery game. game.
1: <laughs> a mystery game. It'll be the first suggestion we get on our Twitter account. So you guys just <laughs> let us know. <laughs> and Corey, you can't tweet it. <laughs> Kingsfield, <laughs> Kingsfield
0: king's quest got it okay yeah king's quest i mean you could do it i've never played any of the king's quest games i never played them either so, hey.
1: <laughs> i'm liking the jrpg theme though i don't want to switch to to we should RPG.
0: i do want to do septera core soon that's okay. one that i think would i think you'd enjoy i think that one would be a lot of fun well, maybe to play be, is through it? Gog. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Okay.
1: Well, cool. So we'll uh, we'll think about that. We'll leave that mystery in the air. And mm-hmm. as always, I've always been and always will be Cameron Harmon.
0: I'm Corey Cantilupi. and we should we should come up with like a sign-off thing. Like we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. Be For like
1: now. I'm gonna say, you ain't worth my time.